I only wanted to record with Allison so that I could uh, show her how good my New England accents are. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah? Um, this yeah. is fine. And not Please. me, because I totally lived in Boston the same amount of time as Allison. I mean, right now yeah, we're sitting but, in Revere. You know, in fucking Revere, kid, you got to fucking get some fucking dunks over there. <laughs> you gotta fucking, I'll have a large regular. <laughs> recording because i think this is the show but it's up to I'm, you guys. i've been recording okay good because yep. i wasn't until just now that's fine yeah <laughs> uh it's all the show it's all the show i was talking to someone i was working with yesterday who's from manchester by the sea oh uh and uh she said that they would have a field hockey team or something or something with cheerleaders and they would play methuen and the the methuen cheerleaders would go here we go methuen here we go that's all I got. We can end now. <laughs> Seven minutes in, let's call it. I had two breakfasts today. That's good. Uh, that's, um, you know. That sounds like the average amount. That's an above average number of breakfasts for <laughs> most people. I'm realizing it's kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, I, I don't I don't like to settle with just one. I think that's kind of sh- like shorting myself as a person. And You're I'm basically that Lord of the Rings gif. Uh, oh, what about second breakfast? Yes. With a with with a shorter haircut. That's true. You uh, you do not have hair as long as either Mary or Pippin. I can't remember which one said that. No, uh, that one was Pippin. How do you tell the difference? Uh, They're two different hmm. people. Pippin's the funnier one, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, generally speaking, Mary's. Oh, hang one. on. Let me pick up that gauntlet you just threw. <laughs> Mary, Mary is the one who is usually a buzzkill. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Because Pippin's like, "What about second breakfast?" And Mary's like, "Shh." shh, shh. And and then Pete Best was was there, and then he quit, right? Before <laughs> yes, they... yes. And then Viggo okay. Mortensen uh, w- took the very short flight from Australia to New Zealand to be in this movie, <laughs> and then mm. never left Australia again. Hmm. Pete Best. Um, he's a decent Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Top four Pete's. <laughs> um, uh, Pete Doctor. Pete Townsend. Pete. Ta- yeah. Uh, Pete and Pete. End of list. Ooh, uh, Chicky and Pete's. Isn't that just a Pennsylvania thing? Yeah. I really like Chicky and Pete's. They have really good, uh, what's it like, Old Bay fries or something? Yeah, no, they, they, they're what? Chicky uh, and what? Pete's. What? Wait a minute, back up. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that, that legitimately angers me. Wait, what legitimately angers Old Bay fries. You're joking. <laughs> Old Bay can go on literally anything. That seems improper. Old Bay should really not go on anything, but... I'm from Ohio. I have cuisine opinions. This is an unreconcilable difference. It's a good thing this is not that show. <laughs> we just high-fived. Where in Ohio are you from? Cincinnati. My sister just moved into since like into her apartment in Cincinnati like a day ago. My condolences. <laughs> yeah. She she's going to grad school there. Where whereabouts? In downtown? I have no idea. It's very near CCM. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh uh, Clifton area, yes. CCM's a good school, though. Yeah, she uh, got into their costume like grad program. I didn't know they had a costume grad program. Turns it's out. allegedly a very good one. Theater related? Yeah, yeah, theater costuming. She does amazing, amazing period piece work. I've seen pictures of her Ibsen uh, productions. Amazing. It's actually a it's a new program they have for cosplay that they teach you how That's to. That's at Goddard. I, I really think my sister would make bank making like cosplay, like outfits though i think she would be really good at it because she's really good at like period pieces and stuff 
I think that's a lucrative uh, opportunity. I'm, I don't think she should shy away from that necessarily. Yeah, no. Now, how can she use an iPad Pro to improve her cosplay workflows? Well, I think if you use pencil and notes, you could, uh, you know, kind of blueprint your, your cosplay designs. And then I'm sure that you could use some complicated series of steps to export that from notes to some other kind of program and do mm -hmm. something with it. Mm -hmm. You can put it in Evernote and give them money every month to keep it until you want to burn Evernote down. Right. Uh, you can run a workflow from the workflow app, uh, workflow workflow, if you will. <laughs> and you can uh, turn it into a GIF or GIF, depending on who you love and who you hate. Right. So I have a lot of questions. I'm really excited <laughs> to hear Allison's answers to your lots of questions. So, so wait. So I have a question first. Okay. Um, so the iPad Pro. Um, that's, this is going to be good. <laughs> that's the <laughs> Apple one, right? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so I have a hard out in about ten seconds, guys. Is that cool? <laughs> oh, oh man, that was that, that's a hard out. I can feel it from here. <laughs> mm. So you have real questions? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I guess I'd like to kind of introduce into the discussion my profound confusion by Brian's breakfast sub from a recent episode. Um. I don't have it written down here, but if I recall, there was lettuce. Yeah. There was there was there was there feta cheese. There was yeah, feta there cheese. Was feta. What what else am I missing from this sub? If you can Raw recall, onion. Raw onions, which is an interesting choice that I'm not going to dissuade, but continue. What else? Uh, tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes. That's where I got thrown off. Tomatoes <laughs> and a breakfast. Tomatoes and eggs. Feels like. You're asking for something soggy and cold. Well, as I uh, as I said on the episode, uh, which was a potential episode title, uh, you cannot have a redundant tomato product on a breakfast uh, or any meal for that matter. I am a big fan of ketchup. I am a big fan of tomatoes. I cannot abide both on the same uh, on the same piece of food. So instead of putting ketchup on my egg sub, I had raw tomatoes as it played into the fresh garden springy theme of the sandwich. But you don't like feta cheese. No, I like. Oh, I enjoy feta cheese. I just, I just feel like there are a lot of things going on there. I mean, you get the crunchiness from the lettuce, which I'm down with. Like, it almost reminds me what it, what it sounds like you had, is it sounds like you had an egg salad sandwich with, but with, with just eggs. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you had an egg salad sandwich. Everything I would put on egg salad sandwich, you had, except I would never have an egg salad sandwich for breakfast. Discuss. I have okay so it's certainly a non-canonical sandwich I have once had an egg salad sandwich that had bacon on it on like rye bread and I don't know rye you make bread <laughs> rye amadon <Hi>. bread <laughs> rye horn bread um, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> it was not mm. my favorite breakfast to date but it was acceptable I accepted it I would also like to put my uh, anti-mayo steak in the ground. You said uh -oh, the phrase egg salad sandwich. I had eggs. There was lettuce and veggie elements that would comprise a salad, and it was indeed a sandwich on a roll. However, the phrase egg salad sandwich means something very, very different to the rest of the population. I cannot stand egg salad as it were. Huh. I am a fervent supporter and defender of mayonnaise. So Brian literally will not kiss me. If hmm. I've eaten mayo. That happened once. <laughs> that sounds like a conversation, you know? <laughs> Brian, do you enjoy oil and vinegar, like, as a set of condiments? 
Yes, I put oil and vinegar on roast beef subs. Then what's to complain about mayonnaise? It's just oil and vinegar with egg. And you like those. And you do like it. When there's like a chipotle mayo situation, Brian like can accept it. That's what's that's what's more peculiar to me. I don't know. I do not like the consistency of mayo at all. And mayonnaise is a thing. mayonnaise is a life hack because it basically <laughs> is an easier way to apply oil and vinegar. So you run your mayonnaise workflow uh, from the workflow <laughs> app by double tapping the mayo icon. Right, and then and, it just comes uh, spewing out of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, that smart connector accessory needs to exist. That's uh, right? exactly. That's actually why they're replacing the headphone jack. They're adding a mayonnaise dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, next you need a uh, gravy fountain. Let's let's be cool. Okay, so our cat's been a little sick lately, and 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 you know we're. He's what does this have to do with well. mayonnaise? I'm get it's. A, I'm unpacking it. Stand by. So we've given him a stool softener. I think mayonnaise is basically like a stool softener, but for bread. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh God! Can you cut that out if you want to? Uh, you can cut it out. It's the show. I'm just gonna keep saying bread stool softener the entire time, and if you cut it out, it's gonna make no sense. Uh, and so for me, I get, well, first of all, I'm hashtag team veganaise, uh, because, right. uh, hashtag you know, just mayo. Mm, and, oh yeah, I heard about that. Topical reference. Have we really gone down the, have bread con, uh, breakfast condiments really been kind of unpacked on this program? Alison Truge, this one's yours. We, we haven't yet, but I feel like that, that needs to, it needs to be discussed. It does. I I'm pro sriracha. Mm-hmm. I'm pro. I'm I'm honestly pro mayo in any situation. But what about Tabasco being a more usually readily available hot sauce for use on breakfast? When I when I was born, instead of like being nursed, I like was just given a <laughs> bottle of Tabasco. That is an interesting parenting strategy. <laughs> I'm not sure I, that provides all the essential nutrients, but <laughs> I I think that it made me the like bitter, bitter person I am today. And you know what? Like, thanks, mom and dad. Um, but yeah, no, I'm pro Tabasco. <laughs> that was my way of saying that. I think I think hot sauce is sort of like a like an elemental breakfast condiment. I think it's applicable almost everywhere except for your sweeter breakfasts, like yeah, your oatmeal's or maybe your pancakes. But I think anything with eggs can benefit from a dash of uh, something spicy. Yeah, I was I, I I joked about the like being nursed on Tabasco thing, but like growing up we always always had Tabasco in the house and it was always always on top of my dad's eggs. And I remember I like actually viscerally remember like being like maybe 4 and like my mom made scrambled eggs and I was like why is he putting hot sauce on the eggs? And I was really grossed out by it and then I tried it and I was like okay, this is great. And that kind of escalated to ketchup because for a really long time, I was super against breakfast ketchup. And then after a while, it was like it was kind of like Tabasco was the gateway drug into my breakfast ketchup like life. How what is the connection between Tabasco and ketchup? It makes no sense. Great question. Great question. They're both red. Um, We'll take that as red and move (laughs) on to um, Tabasco being one of my favorite things in the world. I'm the most extreme eater in my house. Uh, I like my steaks the rarest. I like my food the spiciest. 
Um, I usually eat the most food. That's neither here nor there. But uh, I am the biggest proponent of uh, having a big bottle of Tabasco in the house at all times. I'm a big fan of Frank's Red Hot, which I know is controversial, yeah. uh-huh. but I'm, yeah. I love Frank's Red Hot and I put it all over eggs and uh, my breakfast quesadillas the other day. Not to be the Southern California guy, but I've kind of been ruined by a lot of hot sauces and Tabasco to me now just kind of tastes like vinegar. <laughs> I I mean, <laughs> nowadays I prefer like Cholula or like mm. any other, like I, I'll... A Tapatio? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's canonical. Yeah. God, I wish I could give each and every one of you these uh, amazing spicy pickles I had a few weeks ago at a barbecue. Uh, this guy, who was a friend of the family we were uh, dining with, came by and started cooking all the food like he was like the designated food guy for the thing. And he said, oh, yeah, by the way, my uh, profession is I uh, I grow ghost peppers. And he gave me his card, and I really want to reach out to him and uh, get these pickles he had made, which were... Uh, you know, pickles um, in these, you know, big jars and the concoction brine he had made these pickles in was filled with ghost peppers that were like, I forget the unit he said, but it was like 14,000 heat units or something. Any pickle enthusiasts or uh, pepper enthusiasts yeah, listening. It's would, into uh, the millions, I think, for ghost peppers. Oh, really? Oh, there was, it was a very high number. He said was like in the upper echelon of spice. These pickles were incredible and incredibly spicy. And I really want to see what you think of them, Truge. I was trying to form a joke of saying, like, Rye and Houston don't want to hear about your pickle, Brian. But now it just came out. Do you see what I have to put up with? <laughs> mm-hmm. You too. I mean, um, you, you. This show must require a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how lucky you two are to have each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss. <clears throat> uh. Uh, Houston, what you have, you wrote pretty much all the notes here. Do you want to steer the conversation in any way towards anything in particular? I, I did. Well, I had some, I had some big sort of existential questions about the nature of most important meal to sort of start us off. <laughs> Twenty minutes in, <laughs> right? Start us off. Wait, is this the show? It was. Uh, um, oh yeah, we should probably start talking. Three, right? two, one. microphone I, fell over yeah, yeah the microphone fell over when i clapped <laughs> that was great because you're not supposed to use a yeti right you're supposed to use a, okay sorry here's the thing i'm holding my microphone in my hand so that wouldn't have worked oh, i've done that before <laughs> i've recorded uh oh all the weird places i've recorded um i've recorded a incomparable while holding my yeti out of any sort of stand i've recorded several incomparables lying in bed a la john roderick and i've recorded um hmm my favorite was in my living room when, for some reason, Wi-Fi wouldn't work, so I had to sprint out, uh, grab an Ethernet cable, kick my roommates out of the room, and say, I'm recording in here now, go away, and jacked right into the Ethernet and uh, recorded. That was a lot of fun. Hmm. I'm just sitting on my bed. Anyway. You wrote most of the notes, so you I should did, steer yes. the conversation. So um, I had questions, namely, um, most important meal is canonically about breakfast but uh, you know, how does that? How far does that extend? It does that include brunch, and and does that include breakfast for dinner? I think a huge cornerstone of my like mine and Brian's relationship is brunch. I think it is like hmm. probably right. the the best the longest the longest marriages are built on successful brunches. Yeah, hmm. and I mean honestly, when we like started dating, like 
before we were final, like literally before we had the conversation of being like, hey, we like each other and we should like be boyfriend and girlfriend. We had brunch before that. So like brunch, like I definitely think that it's the most the important tone. meal. Yeah. And it is the most important meal when it's brunch because that's probably like two thirds of what you're eating that day. If you do it right. right. You're, you're probably hungry yeah. if you've foregone breakfast. Right. It's a it's a much more social and leisurely meal than a breakfast too. There's much people are much more they're you know they've kind of eased into the day. You know it's it's not uh, oftentimes I'm my most of my breakfasts are by myself. You know maybe ninety five percent of them. Same. Yeah, and I also yeah. think it, it just opens the door for like breakfast booze, which I'm always always mm. in favor of, and mm. it's only really acceptable at brunch. That's true. Especially because brunch is usually considered to be on the weekends as well, just <laughs> exactly. by the nature of it. So, Most important meal is really only half the title. For me, the full title is most important meal with my most important person. Aww. So having these conversations with Truge about what breakfast means to us and because it is a very personal show. We go on and on about our favorite breakfast sandwiches and we're not doing, you know, a sweet home style breakfast sandwich roundup. We are doing our favorites, <laughs> what they mean to us. And we spent 500 hours eating 63 different breakfasts. <laughs> yeah. Half of them were cooked in a sous vide. <laughs> our top breakfast, Eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I think especially most important meal brian and i have been talking about like well brian has been trying to get me to do a podcast with him probably most of our relationship we've oh, been yeah. together for two yeah. years now so it's like i think most important meal came about because i was just like i will only do a podcast with you if it's about breakfast sandwiches nice. and so brian was like okay cool how do we how do we make an actual <laughs> podcast out of this and so i guess the ethos is like talking about breakfast but also about like what it means to us and, like, breakfast means everything to me. Originally, I wanted to have a podcast with you about notebooks. Yeah, and, that uh, was the original theory. Like, productivity things, but that just never panned out because, well, not not even because of any reasons. Uh, but now we're here with you, and I really do want to talk to you guys about productivity. And I want Truge to finally have a platform on the internet to talk about her amazing bullet journal. Well, mm. I think it is fair to say that a podcast about productivity and notebooks isn't really breaking much new ground. So That's honestly, you know. that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a crowded space for sure. I think <laughs> the thing, the thing about the thing about breakfast and food in general is it's so easy to like, it's it's such a personal and 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 um, sharply defined experience for everybody that it's it's incredibly easy to be passionate about it and to, and to, to have an interesting conversation. It's like probably two thirds of what I talk about on the internet with anybody is food or beverages. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, especially yeah. now with send Dan your bev, it's like ninety five percent beverage related. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was into that before it was cool, and I'm kind of over it. <laughs> My favorite thing that's been born of this is that you can post a picture of your breakfast and your coffee, and like have all your bases covered for the day. <laughs> sending <laughs> sending Dan your bev and sending us your breakfast. Right, you got to get all those submissions in. Yeah. I have never been happier than when I see in my timeline because I ha I am of course logged into the most important meal Twitter account but don't get notifications for it thank you Tweetbot so seeing all of these tweets in my timeline of people sending breakfasts to us makes me extraordinarily happy like not in any sort of SEO get your word out there get your hashtag out there kind of way but in a genuine holy crap thank you for tweeting the silly picture at us because it means the world to me that you care enough about us. Yeah, I was really excited when I when I saw who was doing this podcast and and what it was about. I, I'm just I'm, 
<laughs> I just think it's a perfect uh, it's a perfect pairing of uh, personalities and a, and a topic that I'm passionate about. Even though, again, Brian is really confusing in terms of what he chooses to eat. <laughs> uh, I think that means I need to strive to be more confusing. Because that breakfast mm. in particular, that sandwich, like we were ordering on Foodler, and we knew that we were gonna like record. So Brian looked at me and was like, I'm going to make something weird. And I was like, you're going to Monster Factory it. We have to. I didn't want to make anything weird. I wanted to make something that wasn't my standard sausage, egg, and cheese. Like, which is not bad. I love sausage, it egg, and really cheese. It was really good, I got to say. I, I, I tried a bite. It was so good. Oh, can we do that tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning? Well, mm. <laughs> you have to be... No, I... We're not making plans on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was literally about to... So where will you be again? Hold on. Let me... Well, we should put that in the show notes where you'll be tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Anyone wants to help me move, more than welcome to. Uh, Send me a calendar request. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Uh, So this kind of goes, based on what Rye was saying, into my second question, which is, why is breakfast food so distinct from lunch and dinner, which can be functionally interchangeable cuisine-wise? I... I just think that breakfast is a beautiful thing because you have both savory and sweet options. You can really like it, like you can really make your breakfast whatever you want it to be. And I guess I don't know because lunch and dinner are oftentimes pretty indistinguishable, indistinguishable from one another. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that like you can have a meal and like you know or a dish and it can be either a lunch or a dinner meal but like a breakfast meal if you eat it at dinner time is considered breakfast for dinner right. instead of just dinner yeah no that's that's super true i don't know i don't know it's it's just like it's it's the cultural breakfast moment i guess i'm i'm starting to think it's something it's something more like animal or elemental like there's this i i feel like this is good i'm writing all this down for my thesis okay great <laughs> Hopefully we can hire someone to transcribe the genius that's about to come out of my mouth. So, I have a workflow for that. I feel like it's a it's a it's a a tiny sliver of of human history where people have been able to casually wake up and have hot fatty food, lots of protein, lots of fat, something warm right away first thing in the morning as like as like a you know, a, a calorie dense uh uh you know, uh, whatever it is to to begin your day like imagine the imagine the uh the humans uh, early humans where f- before agriculture and everything was scarce and and it was uh, 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 such a such a uh, roller coaster of availability of food something about immediately starting your day with this you know th- the breakfast foods they're 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 fatty they're protein heavy they're calorie dense and a typical uh you know uh, wow i'm real really going off the rails with this but i'd like to think of it as something more more primal and more elemental and i think it's that's why it's so distinct it's 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 a start it's it's a rare opportunity to start your day with uh, some calories uh, and then you can go out on the savannah and uh and uh you know use your ipad Mm -hmm. i guess i guess is breakfast nature or nurture (gasps) by the way i did my whole high school senior project on nature versus nurture because i'm an identical twin so Hmm. like Hmm. did my own field research i think breakfast is nurture i think breakfast is because it's literally breaking the fast and friend of the show boom Mm. uh i don't know why i never realized that before and i'm really angry now Mm. (laughs) wait seriously (laughs) 
That breakfast yeah. is like breaking the fast oh, oh, overnight. Oh, right, yeah. Um, that, never, that never crossed my mind because it never <laughs> needed to. Somebody uh, tweeted at me the other day, um, oh my God, I just realized Pokemon means pocket monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoa. <laughs> 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 um, but a uh, friend of the show, Boom, uh, took that into account while texting us or, or tweeting at us saying, hey, listen, is breakfast not inherently the thing, like, literally just the first thing that you eat regardless of what it is? So does that... Um, preclude (laughs) breakfast for dinner or does that exclude something like rolling out of bed at noon and wanting Popeyes instead of breakfast I've done that several times Uh, I'm very embarrassed when we record and we talk about what we had for breakfast that day and I'm like oh I didn't have breakfast I just went to Popeyes but it is your breakfast because it's the first thing you ate that day that's true that's true you you broke your fast uh real-time follow-up uh while we were talking about breakfast I just made my first ever workflow uh which is a send Dan your Bev workflow uh, I don't know how workflow works, so <laughs> I'm not I'm, sure anyone does, to be honest. Uh, Ma- Max Barkey does. I'm about to spend a weekend with his video field guide, but mm. I'm about mm. to give this a shot and see if this works. Uh, keep an eye out on uh, the Send Dan Your Bev Twitter account. Right, I'm, I'm pulling up uh, Twitter. I'm on my timeline here. I'm You're on your timeline right now? Okay, I hope this goes well. I'm actually really scared. I'm really scared this is going to tweet something that I don't want to be tweeted. But here goes nothing. It's going to tweet directly at Donald Trump. This is the Send Dan Your Bev Twitter roulette. This is a, it's sort of a, a modification of the Bonanza game. Right. Uh, closest to 100 without going over. Yeah, this didn't work at all. Um, it, instead of tweeting the actual picture, it tweeted IMG <laughs> underscore 404 or whatever. I see. It just came across the wire now. So, <laughs> Thank you for favoriting it, Andrew. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> That's a workflow that works. <laughs> Flowingly. It's about as successful as all the other workflows. No, I've had some pretty great ones. Um, hmm. uh I built one with uh, OmniFocus uh, to build a template, and it was really nice. Hmm. Hmm. Um, other things about breakfast. Hey, we didn't talk about this. What did you guys have breakfast for today? Do you want to try that again? <laughs> nope. No, it was perfect. Perfect, <laughs> just the way it was. All right. Three, <laughs> two. Drop your Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, seriously, what did you two have bre- for breakfast? Uh, well, I had uh, some orange juice and some donut holes because I had to get out. Of, I I have to leave early. If if I had if I had been given three hundred opportunities to guess what Andrew had for breakfast, I never would have guessed donut holes. <laughs> never. Well, what would you have guessed? What would have been your first guess? Why are you defending? Or why are you? Do you feel like you have to defend donut holes as though like that's a bad breakfast? Um, I think that's a completely adequate breakfast. I agree but i think i'm not into breakfast shaming oh yeah all right it it seems like an incomplete breakfast because if i had like put it on a plate and taken a picture of it the plate would have been mostly empty right with the exception of like a handful of donut holes so can i ask why you didn't do that (laughs) because it was early and i was barely comprehensible at that point okay okay and you uh i had a some kind of berry based uh toaster pastry uh, Whole Foods brand, I think, or something. Mm. Oh my God, I want a toaster pastry uh, episode mm. of Most Important Meal, Truge. That I will. Mm, that's that's very important. You need to mention mention special editions. Mm-hmm. 
and and also what you do your toaster setting on on a toaster pastry because I think it's fundamentally different from toast, but that's a, another topic. Uh, and then I went for a second breakfast a little while later with the Trader Joe's O's in almond milk, which was tweeted at the account. So it was a lovely picture. Thank you very much. What kind of milk? He said almond. Uh, oh, uh, he both unsweetened almond. And just said it right now. Oh. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it's nice to feel listened to. You know, it's okay. <laughs> but no, seriously, what kind of milk? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Who's uh, speaking now? Ketchup. <laughs> Allison, what about you? What do you have? Frank's Red Hot. I had Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a plate of Frank's Red Hot. Just just a heaping know. bowl of it. Just shake it until you get a good coating. You know what? Actually, I didn't have a traditional breakfast today. I woke up and um, today would have usually been my day off, but I had to go in to do an intern interview. So, or as I like to call them, intern views. Mm. I will never call it that. Um, but so I was basically, I, I had a little bit more time to like get out of the house, like do my thing. And so I just like scoured my fridge and I had some like leftover, like chicken salad that it wasn't like an actual salad, Brian, it, like was the mayo kind. Um, and it was this chicken salad I had made with like walnuts, cranberries. Yeah, no, just walnuts, cranberries and chicken. It was, it was delicious. It was great. <laughs> That sounds awesome. No, it doesn't. You hate mayo. I hate mayo. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to kiss me for the rest of the night now, knowing that no, I've no. had mayo today. That happened one time. Your face was covered in mayo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let history remember that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> who lives, who dies, who tells your story. You have not listened to Hamilton. You cannot say those words. <laughs> Rye, are you following any of this? Uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. I'm just sitting back and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I had a shoot today, so my breakfast consisted of stopping at a Honeydews, which I've never been to before. Uh, Honeydews? Yeah. What I, is that? I don't know. I thought it was a Massachusetts thing, but it's like a Dunkin' Donuts ripoff uh, where you can just get your typical pastries and icy drinks and breakfast sandwiches. So I got a coffee roll, which was very good comparable to Dunkin' Donuts' uh, coffee roll. Uh, for those of you not in the know, a coffee roll is a spiral-shaped pastry that does not look unlike a cinnamon roll, but is made of donut dough and glazed in the same way that a uh, donut is glazed. I'm so hungry right now. Uh, I like it because it's more robust, <laughs> and I believe the flavor is much better. I'm about to go get my donut holes. Someone called me a donut hole on the New Jersey Turnpike yesterday and it made me really sad. It's actually because you're just a sweet, sweet cinnamon bun of a human. Anyway, I uh, <laughs> had that coffee roll, which was very good. And I also ordered a uh, egg and cheese on a plain bagel, which I mm. did not have time to eat. I ran out of the honeydews, was not late for the shoot, but I wanted to set up. So I got there, threw it down, set up everything, filmed for three hours and then said, oh, God. I forgot about this breakfast sandwich. Everyone else is eating lunch. Um, Three-hour-old fast food breakfast sandwich. It was not good. Mm. I think you really uh, had some not prime uh, conditions for that sandwich. Indeed, I did. It was a very not important meal. In terms of the day, (laughs) it was not the most important. (laughs) Uh, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what to do with that. (laughs) 